So today is the 28th of November, 2020, a Saturday. Today is the anniversary of the starting of Wat Mapchan. So today commemorates the first day and first night that myself and Mumpur Somchai set up our uh, monastic umbrella tents uh, on this night, the 28th of November. Back then it was the year 2527 by the Buddhist reckoning. <coughs> uh, 1984 by the Western calendar, 36 years ago. And ever since uh, we've been practicing Dhamma here. So we see that this time, this 36 years gone by very quickly. See that 36 years is not that long ago. Back then I was uh, nine rains retreats as a monk. And we came here, we practiced the Dhamma and brought many monks to practice Dhamma here uh, in the mountains, in the forest, in a very quiet, secluded environment. Uh, many monks came here to practice. And the monastery uh, got built up and developed, and many lay people and monastics came here. And also many branch monasteries of Wadmapchan have grown up and been built around all around Thailand and in other countries around the world as well. <clears throat> Lumpu Cha taught that when a monk uh, went away from the main monastery, Lumpu Cha taught that one goes to practice the Dhamma, not to build monasteries. As a monk, one develops one's heart to improve and become higher. One doesn't go to build external things like monasteries and buildings. It's the duty of monastics to develop their minds and hearts. Uh, building monasteries and external things is not their duty. So here we have a good opportunity to train our minds, to train our minds and train our hearts. You see, what is this mind? What is this heart? It's the element of knowing, an element of nature that knows Aramana, that knows the objects of the six senses. And it's normal for this element of knowing to cling to these objects of the six senses and to get lost and deluded in them and to have a sense of self, a sense of me and mine in relation to these six sense objects. So this knowing element clings to these objects and when these sense objects pass away again, then the knowing element returns to its natural state again, the same as it was before. But then when a sense object arises again, then the mind, the knowing element gets lost in it again. And this is due to a lack of mindfulness and wisdom. So when we come to practice Dhamma, it's not that we realize the paths and fruits of Nibbana immediately. We have to develop our minds bit by bit, level by level, improve them gradually. Sometimes we'll think good thoughts, and a lot of the time we'll think bad thoughts. Uh, why is this? 
we can see that when there's disliking for one of these sense objects that we encounter, then the mind proliferates based on that. And then when there's, <coughs> when there's liking with regard to a sense object, then we proliferate based on that as well. And in this way, the mind is not peaceful, it's not still. So as a layperson, it's normal to encounter these eight worldly winds of praise and gain, fame and disrepute, pleasure and pain, and loss and gain. And we may feel very afraid of the, the negative or painful four of these worldly winds of uh, loss, disrepute, pain, and blame. Sorry, praise and blame is the other pair. And for monastics, the Buddha taught the monastics to contemplate these eight worldly winds a lot, to see that they're natural and normal in the world to meet with these eight various things. There's something that one must encounter. And as a practitioner, one should cut off all liking that one has in the world uh, and contemplate it all as Dhamma. See that all these experiences, all these phenomena arise based on conditions and none of it, absolutely none of it, belongs to a self. It's like we have dreams. We can dream about many different things and have many different dramas in our dream world. But when we awake in the morning, we realize it all uh, wasn't real. There's really nothing there at all. So these lives of ours are the same. The days uh, keep passing by, passing by, arising, staying for a bit and passing away. And life itself arising, staying for a bit and passing away. And we see that these bodies, we can't take them with us when we die. Everything, absolutely everything in the world, we all must, we must throw it all away in the end. We must put it all down. And even though we may uh, hear this teaching and understand it to one level, the mind uh, has this habitual clinging to the things of the world. And this is normal for a mind that's lost in delusion. So we must train the mind to become peaceful, to do the meditation practice and cultivate samadhi, to know the in and out breath. And throughout the day, we can repeat the meditation words, Buddho, Dhammo, Sangho, and do this a lot. And if our mind still doesn't stop thinking while doing this practice, then we can chant the praises of the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha, the Itipiso chant, Sawakato, Supatipanno, and in this way, the proliferation and busyness of mind can decrease. When it's decreased, then the mind can see clearly. And what does the mind see when it sees clearly? It simply sees that everything is unstable, ever-changing, and impermanent. We can contemplate the, any pleasurable feeling we've had in the past. Where is it gone now? All the pleasure and happiness we've ever felt uh, where is it now? Can we find it? We don't know where it went. It's a, it's a nama, nama dhamma. So it's a aspect of mentality that's very subtle and hard to see. And so we can see that all feelings, whether pleasure, pain, or neutral, 
they all just come and go. And we, every feeling we've ever had in our lives has already gone and went. We don't know where it's gone, it's passed away. So it all goes by like this. And we can call this Vedana feeling, pleasure, pain, and neutral arise in the heart and passes away just like that. And where does this Vedana, this feeling come from? It comes from contact, contact at the six senses, the five physical senses and the mind. And the senses contact their various sense objects of body sensations, smells, visual forms, uh, sounds, smells, uh, physical touch, and so on. And these thoughts and feelings in the heart are an aspect of mentality. And whatever the phenomena is, um, the mind will tend to have liking and disliking or feeling of uh, ignorance towards these phenomena. And whatever the situation is, whether it's liking, disliking, or neutral, then craving arises. And this craving gives rise to upadana, attachment and clinging. And this is a cause for suffering to arise. So in our Dhamma practice, we have effort to be mindful, to know clearly what's arising in the mind, and to know the mind uh, as it clings and attaches, and to see clearly that all these phenomena are, are always changing and unstable, and that clinging merely just causes suffering. So we try to bring the mind to peace and cultivate mindfulness and wisdom. And at the very least, this, will, this practice will decrease the amount that we suffer decrease bit by bit every day. And we can understand clearly this point of Dhamma, that this is uh, natural and normal. And if we don't practice, then the mind simply gets lost. We can see that we've been born into this life, and if we don't practice, we'll just be even more deluded and more lost than we were to begin with. But in this life, we've all had the great opportunity to meet with the Dhamma of the Buddha. And we're not sure in our next life will we have this great opportunity to meet with the Dhamma. We just don't know. What we do know is that we must die. When we'll die, where we'll die, how we'll die, in the air, water, or on land. We don't know any of these details. It's according to our Kama. Will we die a very painful death? Will we live to an old age? Uh, what will be the situation of our death? We simply don't know this. But what we do know is that death will come. This is for sure. We may have studied a lot in the world and attained to a high level of worldly knowledge and high level of training in various things. But we don't even know our own bodies, what will happen to them. So practice the Dhamma to make the mind still. We see that there's been 36 years of this Dhamma practice at Wat Mapchan of uh, sincere practice. So given this length of time and the sincerity, there must be at least some collectedness, some peacefulness, and some wisdom that's arisen in the minds of these uh, practitioners. 
and more right view, more correct view arising in the mind, more understanding, correct understanding arising. So may you all have effort in your Dhamma practice. And uh, shortly we'll chant 108 repetitions of the Itibiso chant.